Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, White Sox fans, it's Crystal O'Keefe with episode five of Visiting Dugout brought to you by Southside Sox. Today on the show, I have Dream from FTN Bets. Um, would you like to tell us just a little bit about yourself? Give us an introduction of who you are. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I'm from the D.C. area. I've been an Orioles fan since I was a kid. It's been a little bit more fun over the past, I guess, year or so than, than you know, a few years that we had. But yeah, I just big baseball fan, um, follow all the teams, and happy to join you to uh, talk about the White Sox and O's. Yeah, of course. So as of this recording, the O's are seven and six, but you're also in a super, super tough division. (laughs) Obviously, again, at this recording, the Rays are undefeated, (laughs) winning 13 games so far. And, you know, you've also got the Yankees in that league and the Blue Jays, who have also been pretty good. I know they're both tied right now. Um, so like, where do you, where do you see the O's sitting at kind of like mid season, but then again, you know, September. Yeah. So, I mean, you mentioned that and also the blue Jays. So I'm a little bit, I was definitely excited about the more balanced schedule this year. I thought we'd get some easier opponents, maybe some more of those, uh, central teams that you guys get to beat up on every year. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think I'm actually a little bit lower on the O's than most people. Um, I kind of didn't have them that much better than the Red Sox. Now, it's looking like that I'm not really right on that, and that's okay. We still got a long way to go, but I just honestly, I thought that their hitting would be an issue, and it's kind of been that their their pitching is kind of getting rocked, and the, you know the bats are on fire lately, and they've been doing really well. So honestly, I kind of view them as like a 500 team. Like I thought they kind of exceeded expectations last year, and I thought they might regress a little bit. So I'm expecting them to be like kind of 500, maybe flirting with the wild card. Um, I just don't really think that. 
you know, ownership is ready to really spend mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, put the best product on the field. I think they're kind of waiting for their window to really be open with a lot of this uh, young talent. Yeah. Story of my life as a White Sox fan, <laughs> our owner doesn't like to put any money into and he also owns the Bulls. So he doesn't put any money into the two teams I cheer for the most. So I feel you on that one. I know what that's like as a Wizards fan. And I used to be a, a huge Washington football fan. Uh, not oh. so much anymore. But yeah, the local teams aren't too great around here either. So no, it's it's tough. Um, so how do you feel going into this season with the White Sox? Because right now the White Sox are missing three of their top like five hitters right now. Uh, again, just constantly prone with injury. And we've got some people on the team that really just shouldn't even be on the team, but we have, we have no one else. So how do you feel going in knowing you're going to be playing some kind of beat up white socks already? Honestly, going into this season, I thought getting rid of Tony was kind of like addition by subtraction. And a lot of the coaching staff, you know, talked about how they wanted guys to hit for more power instead of slapping the ball around it and going for singles. So I was kind of expecting them to be better than last year. Um, we saw that play in, by Gavin Sheets and, right field, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I thought getting um, Vaughn out of the outfield will work out pretty well, but it sounds like you got, looks like you have another guy that probably shouldn't be playing outfield either. Um, honestly, I'm kind of confused. I don't really know what to expect from your, your pitchers in this um, series. Like Clevenger, I feel like, I don't know if he's battling an injury or what, but if his knee's still bothering, but he's not getting the swings and misses that you know he normally gets. And same with Kopech. Like, mm-hmm. his velocity was down. They they said something about a knee injury in spring training, and then he said he had a cold or some sort of illness. Um, looks like it ticked back up last start. So, honestly, I don't really know what to expect out of those guys. Yeah, I never know what to expect out of those guys either, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, Kopech the other day had a really good game. He only allowed one run, and he actually made it through six innings, which is <laughs> – impressive because he's my guy i love him but sometimes it's just really hard being a fan of his um and then i think you'll probably face dylan cease who another one is really really good but can also just have really really bad days um and last time he was sick so that kind of explained his little dip he was still fine but there's a dip so yeah our pitching is kind of an enigma for every team because you never know. Like Lance Lynn hasn't been especially great lately, but then Lucas Giolito, you know, just this week was like <laughs> a madman. Like we didn't, this was like 2020 Lucas Giolito again, not like 2018, 2022 worst pitcher in baseball anymore. Right. So yeah, they, they're an enigma, but we also just have a really bad outfield and, um, if Moncada doesn't plan on playing the series, we have a really bad third baseman who you might be interested in <laughs> playing at length as well. Orioles legend. I mean, they had Hanser. I don't know how much third base he played with the O's. Um, I know he played a decent amount of second base, but he was great against left-handed pitching. I don't think he played every day, but when he was in there, I'm pretty sure he hit like well over 300 versus lefties and the fans just kind of loved him. He never really struck out. He was kind of a fan favorite and like you could just count on him you know, to get a couple base hits versus a left-handed pitcher. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's a guy that you want to pencil in every day there, especially not at third base. No, especially not with Yohan Moncada as our normal third baseman who has also been just absolutely on fire at the plate. Um, 
Yeah, he he had like a home run and we were all rooting for him the other day. And then he made two really just bonehead errors. And we were like, DFA this guy. <laughs> like that's how quickly the White Sox fans just kind of turn on their own. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that. And it's funny. I was talking with some, I forget who it was, but they're like, well, what do you guys think about um, hands are coming in? I was like, well, he's kind of a two-way player. I mean, joking, but he's, it's weird how much he's been pitching this year. And he's pitched a few, like, I think he had like nine or 10 appearances for the Dodgers last year as well, uh, which is not something you really expect. But yeah, I saw that uh, he went from a goat to kind of a, not so much rather quickly for our White Sox fans. Yeah, his he pitched one game. Like, he went in to re- do relief pitching, I think is what it was. And, like, he was okay. And he also got that home run. And I was like, okay, this this, this kid's cool. And then, <laughs> oh, man, this is just another Lira Garcia unfolding in front of us. So, it's whatever. We we try to look past that. <laughs> um. Here, we're going to actually just take a very quick break to pay some bills, so we will be right back. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back. I am Crystal O'Keefe. And again, I have dreams on here to talk about all things Orioles. So what are your keys for the Orioles to kind of just take this series? Honestly, the bullpen's been kind of overused. It's like been really hot here in Baltimore. The temperatures were in the 80s today. So our starting pitching hasn't been going that deep. Um, And especially with like a young staff, like I know Grayson's going on Sunday. I like doubt like the best you can really expect from him is, is five innings. So we need some of the other guys to kind of pitch a little bit deeper into the game and kind of give the bullpen a little bit of a rest. Um, but I think it actually should be like a, a pretty good series. Um, the Orioles are, are hitting the ball really well. and They're a super young team and they're just, honestly, they're a lot of fun to watch. I'm sure you've seen their celebrations over the past couple of days with their, yes. I don't know if they're calling it a hydration station or a home run dong bong, whatever it is. Um <laughs> It's cool. And it's also cool that like the manager fully supports it. He's like, Hey, whatever Mm -hmm. keeps the guys loose. And if they're having fun, like it brings them closer together. So it's honestly like just win or lose. I love watching them. It's a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to, cause like you mentioned, I like a lot of the white Sox players too. So Mm -hmm. it'll be a cool series. Yeah. I have never had any actual beef with the Orioles. (laughs) I love Cam Vineyards and I just love watching Rutschman right now play. Like that kid is so talented i i love watching them just for him um so with adley you know in mind who do you feel like the biggest threat is on this o's team right now honestly mountcastle um he was a guy that 
was hurt by the uh, the huge wall that they put in it mm-hmm. at Camden last year. I want to say he lost six or seven home runs to that wall. So even when like the stats aren't really showing that he's being a good hitter, he's like making great contact consistently. Uh, he just kind of needs the results. So there's like, I mean, there's just a lot of guys in the lineup that I guess um, I didn't expect to be this good this early because, you know, they, they are a fairly young team. So him and Anthony Santander, uh, I don't, it's just like a nice group of younger guys who, enjoy playing with each other and like have fun. Um, but yeah, I would say Santander and um, Mountcastle are probably guys that, you know, really got to watch out for. Yeah. Mountcastle is phenomenal as well. He's a lot of fun. To the Orioles just in general are a lot of fun to watch right now, even if they lose, they're just a cool young team. I mean, I don't know how you can't like enjoy like the sprinklers and like they're yes. just like you said, they're having a good time, win or lose, and it's it's fun as a fan to have you know to be able to root for them. That's I've used this example with my son. He plays you know little league baseball. Well, I can't really say it's little league. He's almost thirteen, <laughs> um, but you know he gets so worked up sometimes. Like if he strikes out, and I'm saying you know, hey, if you strike out swinging cool i'm cool with it but you're here to have fun and learn just a little bit about baseball so when you're in the dugout as long as you're listening for your name to be called go have fun and make make friends because that's really what this is all about you know just do your thing and at least swing don't just stand there (laughs) looking at the ball because i have to yell at him when i see it and just like if you don't swing i'm gonna (laughs) you by the ear (laughs) No, but I totally get it because I coach um, seventh and eighth grade basketball, right? And uh, if a kid misses a shot, I then see him passing up an opportunity to shoot another shot. And I'm like, why didn't, why didn't you shoot that? He goes, coach, I missed. I was like, do you think that was a bad shot just because you missed? Like, I thought it was a good shot. I'm happy with you shooting that every time. Keep shooting. So it's the same thing. And it, it's it's cool to see it play out. So I'm sure you're having a good time at his games. Yeah, I've, I love his baseball games. You know, he's always like, He's always a very supportive kid, which I love. Like, it's like it, which is weird because he like pouts when he does it. But if another kid strikes out or is tagged out or something, he'll be like, Oh, you, you still did a good job. You still did That's great. Awesome. Like, say that to yourself. <laughs> right. Oh, That's man. Really cool, though. So, you, you mentioned the wall, the Camden Yards, which has been kind of an obstacle. So, with that in mind and with these rule changes, how are you feeling? I mean, are you a fan of any of these things? Honestly, I I do like the rule changes. I think the stolen stolen bases and the base path thing makes the game a little bit more exciting. Maybe they went like a little overboard. Um, maybe like allow one more pit, like one more disengagement for the pitcher. Um, and honestly, I'm someone that like likes to watch multiple games at once. So I like the pitch clock. I think it's good. It allows me to stay up a little bit later to watch those West Coast games, but it is a little bit harder to watch like multiple games and keep up with them. Like you, mm-hmm. like if you look away for too long, you're going to miss something. Um, so I would ideally, I think it'd be great if they added like two or three seconds or three or four or something like that in between pitches. Um, but so far I think it's great. And it's also brought, you know, the casual fan made them more interested in baseball as well. So as long as more people are watching baseball, I'm not really going to complain. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm with you. I, I like all of these new rules personally. I do I do love the pitch clock because as someone who covers not only the White Sox, like I do Mets coverage, and then for pitcher oh. list, I do just 
coverage overall, like all MLB teams. So I'm a big fan of um, not being up until two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> finishing an article for Pitcher List. I get that. I get that. Like, honestly, sometimes when they end a little bit early, I'm like, oh, it's I should probably go to bed. But it'd also be really cool if there was still one more game on right now. Um, but like you said, we can't complain. Well, yeah, yesterday there, it was a it was a day game and I am done with my like I turned in my article and everything by like 430 in the afternoon. I was like, I have like this <laughs> this entire evening because that game went by so quickly. It's like, I, you know, I get it. I don't really need baseball games to finish in less than two hours, but like I, I do enjoy I do enjoy the pace. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's also, I think, going to be nice when it gets super, super hot and you don't want to be sitting out there. For sure. That's why I try to mostly go to Camden for night games. I'm a little curious to see how it will affect, like, the playoff games because, um, you know, they're used to taking – like, we saw in the World Baseball Classic, guys slow the pace down even more. So it'll be interesting to see if it affects that at all or if we even notice it by then. Yeah, true. So with this season – just your general thoughts. Like, who do you see going all the way? Who is your underdog of the year? Like, how are you just feeling overall about this season? So I'm not quite ready to give up on the Astros. Um, I know their bottom of the lineup is pretty weak and their pitching hasn't been great, but I think they'll probably figure it out and still be one of those contending teams at, at the end. Um, in the Central, those twins, the twins pitching looks amazing i mean pablo lopez was good before but they added a third pitch and he looks absolutely dominant at mm -hmm. this point um they're a really fun team to watch like i love when buxton's on the field uh so i i think i thought it was kind of like up for grabs as far as the central goes between those three teams but i'm kind of leaning towards the uh the twins there and um in the national league i'm really surprised i know it's early but the diamondbacks Real young team. Yes. <laughs> I mean, nobody expected them to be leading the division. I didn't even think they'd be like over 500 even at, at this point. Um, so they're, they've been fun to watch. They steal a bunch of bags. But for the most part, I, don't, I think that's probably the biggest surprise. Um, but yeah, and of course, I mean, the Rays in the tough AL East, like they look like they're absolutely running away with it. Um, mm -hmm. I assume they'll come back a little bit when they play some tougher schedule from some tougher teams. But, yeah, I think those are the things that jump out so far from the season. Yeah, the Rays are in town next for the White Sox after this O's series. So I'm luck. dreading that one. I have a bunch <laughs> of coverage for that series. <laughs> oh, man, that's not going to be fun. But, yeah, I agree. The Twins have – we, you know, just played the Twins. They were great. We lost that series. We only picked up the one game. And, like you More said, Pablo Lopez was just – great like he they could not hit a single thing off of him weren't two of those losses by one run though yeah yeah I mean, so yeah like, i mean they were kind of a coin flip teams. yeah um but that that was a good fun series to watch yeah sunny gray was great too he i mean they pulled him really early which was surprising but even he looked really good so yeah i think they're on pace to kind of run away with this central at least but yeah the Astros you raised a good point that lineup the bottom lineup is really weak they are plagued with injuries right now and I talked to you know someone about the Astros for our opening series and he said you know post Verlander isn't great because their pitching has went down now as well like they don't have any super high quality starts so he said so 
Yeah, they yeah, they might have to claw their way, but they'll they'll get there. Yeah, I like their pitching depth. Like they like you said, they don't necessarily have that like top ace that they can count on pretty much once once a week to go out and throw like six or seven innings, which is big for a pitching staff. But they're they're like you know they're talented. I, I think they'll they'll figure it out. Yeah, they took our Jose Abreu, so they better <laughs> at least get him a ring. I agree. I mean, that must have really hurt because I, I was surprised to see him leave. I thought honestly he would like either retire or resign with the White Sox. Yeah, it's it's stung. I'm still a little little salty about it but i wish him like i love him he's he's one of my all-time favorite baseball players period so i'll let him i'll let him get that (laughs) ring if he needs to um but yeah so here is your chance to plug yourself like i mentioned ahead you do some work with ftn bets what else would you like to plug on here i mean that's pretty much it i'll uh you can follow me on twitter and i'll i put out three or four uh, articles a week um, with free bets and just to write up like that. And um, that, that's pretty much it. Just uh, I'll be grinding away through the baseball season for the next five or six months, just like you. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm with you there. <laughs> a lot of sleepless nights. Yeah. Yeah. Please go obviously follow him for some good betting advice and just follow him in general. Follow him in general. Ooh, I sometimes talk too fast. Um, Cause again, he is a good follow. So yeah, again, Go follow MLB Dream on Twitter and then obviously FTN Bets on Twitter. And hey, thank you so much. Best of luck to you. I hope to be out in Baltimore sometime this summer. I don't even care who they play. I just want to get back to Camden Yards. Definitely. Thanks so much for having me on. And let me know. Maybe I'll I'll head up there and we can catch a game. And uh, let's hope for a good, fun series. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. And thank you again, White Sox fans, for tuning in. Good night and goodbye.